Good Monday morning, you bastards. This is Matt O'Dell checking in. Hey guys, Jonathan Fournier. Hey guys, Big John Michael Ryan. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> uh, it'll come to you. Uh, hey, so, um, you know, the whole thing about uh, us getting together and having fun, right? We've grown 50% bigger. We had big we, we think we're, we're in the college phase. We think we have everything figured out now. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting to... Yeah, we're going to self-destruct any minute here. Um, hey, guys, so check this out. I was just reading a blog, doing some research for a different podcast, when mm -hmm. I came across five things that true artists have. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to put this list to the test. Now, you guys haven't heard the list yet. No. And you don't know what the list is. Okay. So when we're done with today, you will know if you're a true artist or not. This is kind of like like the artist version of Vanity Fair making sure you're in the correct I was going to say is this a Cosmo article yeah if you're, if you, when you're done with this like you might need to check out and like start like you know yes. ditch digging or go into the restaurant business you know something a little more you know I don't know but alright so the list is five qualities every artist has right. five of them there's five of them okay yeah that's it that's all there is and one two <laughs> Three, All right, so four. if you guys are in check and, and, and talk so much yourself and you guys can figure out if this is you or not. All right, this is a note-taking podcast, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, the first one is, art is at the core of your life. <laughs> it sounds like you're a planet. <laughs> yeah, so, so, now, I didn't actually read the whole article, I just took the... The thumbnail? The, the, yeah, the points. All right. You know, I mean... Uh, and I don't know if it, who it's written by. I don't know where this is written by. I just saw it and I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> like, there's only five qualities an artist must have. Like, it was total clickbait or something. Yeah. But, all right, let's put this to the test. Art baited. is at the core of your life. John, do you eat, breathe, and shit art? <laughs> is it at the center of everything you do? Uh, No, it's not. What's a, what, what is it like then? I mean, if, if it's not at the core of your life, how much of a percentage? Is there a percentage? Is it weave and dip in and out of your life? Um, I, I, I like our conversation about having a business and with a partner and you never do 50-50. Because um, I feel like I, I've recognized that. I have to put a priority on one thing or another because for me it's a balance between family and art. And so I've recently come to the realization that I need to weight it more to family. So it's a 60-40 sort of thing. For Who are you, Big John? Yeah, and I go down a rabbit hole because I started asking, what is art? <laughs> I mean, sleep. So this, this list is perfect for you. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to lose me on this one. Um, I'll come back to what is art. Yeah. Uh, question number two. So <laughs> actually, I think that was that was like the intent of the of the author to actually have you think outside the box. Yeah. Oh, he did John, it. John just like did the Will Smith of uh, Men in Black. And he totally, <laughs> totally took it in another direction. All right. So I don't know. We'll we'll tally up our scores at the end. Am I an artist? Uh, number two. Successful artists understand how business works in the art world. Oh, Everyone's looking at me dumbfounded right now. So you guys, you guys, you're artists, right? right. I mean, you claim yeah. artists, like yeah. that's what you put on your tax returns. Uh -huh. Do you understand how your taxes work? 
Do you understand how business works? Are you successful? Did you pay all your bills? Well, you what, I, what I think is interesting about that question or that statement is the, the end part of in the art world. Right. Like, I know what I know what a business is and to how to run a business, but what is the fucking art world? Like, yeah. do, I don't even want to be I in think the it art means it's. I think it means it's subjective, like what you said. Like, the business world and art is subjective. Like, what is... What is success? Like, like if I was making donuts, the investment of time and money, the my sales would supersede that, and that would be successful, right? right. But in art, it's like I finished it, <laughs> I <know. laughs> and I feel good. You know, well, like, are you? Are, do you understand how to run a business, aka in the art world? <laughs> do you know how to like not have money or not set yourself up for retirement? Or is that what they're asking? Okay, sure, cool. <laughs> Deep thinker, Big John. What John, is the John, art By world? the way, we wear glasses. John's the only one wearing glasses right now. And I never wear my glasses when you I drive. You look so much smarter this I morning. I don't wear glasses. Oh, I thought you had glasses. No. You have fake ones? I, I ride in clear frames. I wonder if that's a art. That's so I don't get bugs in my eye. That's a good distinction there. You do not wear fake glasses. You wear clear frames. <laughs> do not get bugs in your eye. <laughs> One side is hipster shit. Uh, yeah. The other side is practical. You've got some kind of hipstery glasses going uh, on. I got kind of like the the fade rim thick. Anyway, I went through a phase. Art fade. Art back back to the question. So if you have glasses on, you should know what business this well, is. Let right? me uh, yeah, let me let point. me ask let me ask the list of this question. What is the art world? Because <laughs> what I want to what I would say an actually relevant point. I had a conversation with some dudes who are these three brothers. They're really cool guys. Mm-hmm. They're they're coming into the city. They've got a great background in the film side of things, and they're going through this process of understanding who they are and what they do as a business. And I was reading an email from them this week where they were asking some questions. And in that, they had you know, we are an X business doing Y kind of things. Mm-hmm. And my my realization in the process was, man, like these guys are, in essence, a business serving a client. Like that's the core of what any business is. So I guess an understanding of business, 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 good at business, as the uh, Nick Kroll ending goes, <laughs> um, is just knowing that you're a business serving a client. So if the art world is the client, fuck me, right? <laughs> then I'm that must be an idiot. But if, if it's you know if it's just I'm a business and serving a client side of things and yeah you should you should be smart about business yeah but i don't know what the fucking art world is i don't know what the art i mean i've i've been in art shows i've sold artwork but what i don't know what the art what, what is the art business how do you even art what it's a gallery <laughs> only galleries yeah is that like if you're not in a gallery then you're not even in the art world and then so so far i'm just saying so far we're failing we have three left so we need to, to get we need to to get into the art world and be artists. We have to be in the next three categories. Okay, right? deal. This is make or number. Break this is number three. <laughs> Successful artists are resilient. Oh, okay. I think I could be resilient. I'm yeah. resilient. I've rolled with the punches. I think I I think that's the first one I can say. Yeah, okay. Successful art, but I mean. That's kind of a broad statement. That's like saying humans are resilient. Right. We've like lived through the dark ages. Well, I, I think that delineates like the people who do it for a hobby versus do it for like eating off of it in a way of saying like 
Like, yeah, it's a cheap, it's a cheap answer. I thought of it more like I got picked on in high school and I, and I, and I survived. Because mm. <laughs> as an artist, it's like putting a big sign on your back saying, kick me, punch me, make fun of me. Mm. It's me and my emotions. Don't make fun of me and my emotions. What do you think, Big John? Well, guys, I want to bring up <laughs> the nature of the word resilient, okay. which by definition means able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. <laughs> Ten years into my career, I have not always recovered quickly. Mm. So I might challenge the use of the word resilient. Are you setting out but to I'm gonna purposely say, fail this test? But I'm going to say, yes, I agree with number three. Oh, okay. okay. So we're all in. We're all we have in. two we're more in. questions to right. go. <laughs> one, one, one out of three so far. One out of three. All right. All right. Um, you can't read your own handwriting? No, I'm just... Oh, here. That's number four. Successful artists gr- uh, spend time only with people who support 100% of their art. Huh? Oh, you're destined to fail. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> That's what... That's what the article said. Come on. I think that just described a circle jerk. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, okay, no. This, this is making me think, like, this is somebody saying, like, if you're going to get into the gallery scene, this is what you must do. Because then that makes sense. Like, because you, all your job is to have space, create, and then go around and jerk everyone else off. Right. You know? So somebody who has way more money than you probably ever will be unless you're lucky will buy your shit you know because for me in my opinion that's what the gallery scene is like you come into this with a goal of creating something and then you realize that you're selling to people that you are trying to get to that level but you probably never will because they have way more money than they have use for so i did a I curated an art show one time, and, and um, above the um, gallery, there was like a wine and dine cheesy cheese area, and it was like the VIP section. It was where you went to buff um, potential buyers, mm-hmm. and so they would have a meeting um, before a meeting. They'd have like they'd get together before the gallery opened for the evening, and then VIP could go back up there and eat and drink and I was invited you know to to be up there and it it sounds cool right like <laughs> like it sounds like backstage but it was more like here's a people with a shit ton of money who want to poke fun at the emotional guy you know that's I felt <laughs> like with the questions they were asking me they're like Hi, I'm Nancy and I'm a doctor I have a real job What's it like to wonder where your next paycheck's coming from? Oh. You know, that's what it felt like. Like, I was getting, I was like this. Well, it's almost like if you think about it, back to the <laughs> medieval times, it's like if you're going in the gallery scene, you're basically, you're, you're putting yourself in the jester role. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just there to perform to people that you're have like way a, more money than you. like a monkey with would. a paintbrush. Yeah. Like, you 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 don't realize you're pandering to a crowd that you're never going to be in, you know, unless you want to be in that. Then you're going the wrong way. Like, go get a different job. <laughs> but, like, for me, that's what it feels like, you know? Because, yeah, you you hit a certain level of success when someone who buys 
like a, a thirty thousand dollar painting from you buys your thirty. But is that a successful painting. artist or is that the most successful bullshitter that you talk yeah. somebody into paying thirty thousand dollars for? I, well, I, I think for me, it's more of like I'm realizing that I, I want to do art that has a connection to real people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's affordable, you know, that I can have a conversation with that I don't feel ostracized because I'm not wearing a Versace suit. Well, that's why I like our line of art. Like, are we professional artists? Are we, I mean, you know, we tattoo for a living and I've come to believe that like, I'm not here to draw my pictures and be like, do you want it on your skin forever? Right. You know, like I'm more here because most people don't know how to draw or express themselves visually. Mm. And if they could, they would don't need me. So my job as an artist is to represent their story in a visual platform with mm. visual literacy that makes sense. That's my job you know, as a professional artist. Now, as a jerk-off fucking artist, I can go and, like, make pictures and then convince everyone that they're good, you know? Right. And somehow, by how I market them or social circles I work in, and, and it's like, you know, if they were a bunch of, like, art of the ball sack, and then all of a sudden it's so edgy that, it, that it's like, you don't have a ball sack? I have three ball sacks on my wall, you know? <laughs> Did you get his blue face? <laughs> The blue ball sacks. Those are very rare. I want to take a moment to look at question number four. Or sorry, item number four. Item number four. Is it, item number four is in question. Right, that's what we're talking about right now. Right. I think that number four and number two are pretty damn similar. Okay, so number four, yeah. number four was that you only surround yourself with people who are 100% supportive of your art. And number two was successful artists understand how business in the art world works yeah. that makes me think that you're right this is somebody from the gallery realm or something or an artist who's wanting to sell a thing that they have drawn or created yeah. or sculpted or 3d printed because how the hell are you going to grow as an artist if you're if you're not making yourself uncomfortable or you're putting yourself out there around different things like for me that that's why i jumped there because it's like it makes no sense to me yeah. at least where I come from art it's more about like exploring your environments and looking at things differently and putting yourself in new situations you know remember in math class when the teacher would say show your work mm -hmm. that process of like how did you get to the thing you got to right that whole in the art in the, on the art side of shit if you don't get the chance to be told eh, constructively that doesn't look right or that's not good. Or you can't assess. If you fuck, man. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe actually, if I had started and I had only had the support of patrons and I only had a closed environment where everyone said, "God, your shit's so good." Mm -hmm. You did. It was called your mom. Right. And then you moved out. Right. And you stopped putting your shit up with magnets. <laughs> that's the thing about YouTube, man. People on YouTube, as far as my world, I feel like people can get into this realm where they're supporters and they're haters. They're haters. Their trolls are just as valuable as their supporters. Oh yeah. Mm. More trolls, but there's somehow we're like there's no real objective um, feedback out of that culture, and so shit gets propagated, mm -hmm. and it just keeps on getting made. But yeah, two and four. So, do, do you guys ever feel the need to correct other people? 
Like, if that's so important, do you turn around and do it to someone else and I say, like look... feedback? Because this is one of the things I, I fucking hate, is, like, people who are, like... Oh, God. Criticisms. Like, criticisms will make you better. But but it doesn't. Not always. I mean, not... Oh, yeah. Let me just say, like... I think... Taking the approach of being the critic... Right. You know, it's like, like unwanted advice is criticism. You know? Mm-hmm. Unless someone comes up and asks you, like, what do you think of my, my ball sacks? Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, what if what if you're convinced that you've got the best ball sacks that there are? You know, what what you don't need someone to pop your bubble sometimes. Like that's like I do art sometimes. My my personal art is to make me. It does. It makes me fucking feel good. Yeah. I don't really yeah. want someone to step over my shoulder and be like, "Well, actually." <laughs> but uh, that's where I think like creative relationships are important. You know, because it's about getting feedback from people that you have a particular level of trust with that you're going to be open to getting the kind of feedback that is productive. Have you guys ever dated or married someone who's an artist? Because I haven't. No. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could handle a relationship where constantly we were both creating and criticizing and constructing. I, I, I I deal with that, like... Lauren is a an artist in her own right and visually food wise a whole bunch of stuff and um she she is one of my biggest critics but I appreciate it because I know that she is the voice that I'm not being honest with myself sometimes more often than not it makes me mad just because it's my wife telling me that she doesn't like what I'm working on. But it, and at the root of it, it makes me think like, okay, if she doesn't like it, is there something here that I can actually change that would make it better? That's, or, but there's also like when, you're, when your life partner is your critic, you're always wondering if that's the shot for not taking the laundry out of the dryer. Or if that's the shot for not taking the trash cans. You know what I mean? That's it's what I always else. think of. Like, are you saying that because it truly... Or are you saying that? That's, all, that's my go-to. Sure. No, that makes sense. But I feel like for for her, like, it, it does come from a very truthful point, And I can appreciate that. But it's, it's, it's weird. It's not easy. It sucks to hear. And it hurts a lot. And I get angry a lot about it. But it... I... In the end, I appreciate it because it pushes me in a different way. It goes with the jokes only funny if the other person laughs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, we create art if we don't get the if we don't get the response that was the intent of the art, then then that's I think that's truly how you figure out if something sucks. Right. Yeah. Which you're never gonna get if you're surrounded by people who 100 percent support you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, moving on. So now that we've established that we aren't artists. Okay. All right. So one no, one two of, no, three yes, four. four no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last one I think is another one of those vague, vague ones. Actually, I gotta. I can't read my handwriting, so let me go back. Um, all right. Number five. Successful artists understand. Oh fuck, that's the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> Number five, successful artists Wait, have two. a strong work ethic. Oh, wow. Why don't we lead with that one? We got two out of five. I, I just, I love that. I actually changed the order because I wanted to bring you guys back. Oh. I didn't want to leave you guys thinking you were unsuccessful. Oh, that's why. I was like, wait, there's oh. two fives? No, no, I, I had to, actually, I, I purposely rearranged it for this podcast just so you guys didn't feel bad. Because I knew you guys were going to fail. 
<laughs> well, okay, I I want to I'm gonna call this out right now and say that this is this is a three point list where a two three way podcast on a three point list and two of these points were doubled because I think being resilient and having a strong work ethic is redundant. Just say I call bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, Vanity thing. Fair. So do we have a button? No, but I, I the, the lady who wrote this is probably like someone I'm supposed to know. Her name is. Um, and by default, oh, and you're I, gonna I, throw her under I, the bus. I'm totally now. throwing her under the bus because fuck this person. <laughs> Number one, you don't have a normal name. Oh. All right, Aletta de Wall. Wait, what? Aletta de Wall. Oh. Aletta de Wall. It's an arty name. It's an art. That's totally like when you moved to New York as Agatha, but in six months later you come home for Thanksgiving. Your name is Agatha. <laughs> There's a, there's the a bigger there's a bigger reason to dislike this article, which I just saw. What on the picture? Oh, the picture. Okay, yeah. There's ribbon. There's blue ribbons. Blue ribbons. Yeah. Oh. Describing first place. Participation awards. Participate. They are, and there's a small trophy. And here's the quote they added. Uh, Thank you, Getty Images. So there is no <laughs> formula for success, except perhaps an unconditional acceptance of life and what it brings. I want to know more about Aletta, and I imagine she's going through some shit. I imagine she's been told to write this article for 25 bucks on a New York rent <laughs> or an L.A. rent. Uh, I, I now want to know what's really going on behind the author. She, she has a name that's like really conductive to a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? Aletta. Aletta who? Aletta bit me be an artist. <laughs> It's a good start. <laughs> I know it's totally off the cuff, man. Off the cuff joke telling. Knock knock jokes. I, I uh, want to personally extend an invitation I personally. to Aletta DeWall <laughs> to, to write us. Write us. Aletta, if you're out there. Oh, yeah, we have, you know, here's, we, we have an email address. We only, get, we only have 40 listeners right now. So, what Aletta, if you're one of the 40. <laughs> or if you know Aletta. Or if you know Aletta. Oh Jesus! Aletta, we like to talk to you. I uh, I just want to thank you guys for participating in my five point in my five points. Are you an artist? I think this is actually fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna find another one and we'll do this again. This is kind of like NPR's Friday news roundup, right? I I don't I. I have one more list. I want to bring. Is NPR a Fox segment? I don't think I've ever seen that before. I only get my news from Breitart. <laughs> if it's not on Fox, it's not true. That's what Jesus. It is. Uh, next week, we'll <laughs> talk about five things she'll love in bed. <laughs> yeah, five, <laughs> five things that guarantee she'll marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're commercialized. Uh, this has been another episode of the Bastards of Art Podcast. Thanks in- for listening. Insert radio voice here. Where can they find us at, John John? Wait. Big John. John. Big John. I know I got thrown off there. I don't I can't do two nicknames. <laughs> Bastardsart.com. iTunes, SoundCloud, and, and Stitcher. Woo! Thanks. Bye. <laughs>